Chapter Twenty Three of Arizona Nights by Stephen Edward White. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The paper a year old. Singh hurried out for a broom. Senior Johnson sat where he was, his heavy square brows knit. Suddenly he stooped, seized one of the newspapers, drew near the lamp, and began to read. It was a Kansas City paper, and by a strange coincidence, was dated exactly a year before. The sheet Senior Johnson happened to pick up was one usually passed over by the average newspaper reader. It contained only columns of little two- and three-line advertisements classified as help-wanted, situations-wanted, lost and found, and personal. The latter items Senior Johnson commenced to read while awaiting sang in the broom. The notices were five in number. The first three were the mysterious newspaper correspondence type, in which Bertie beseeches Jack to meet her at the fountain. The fourth advertised a clairvoyant. Over the fifth, Senior Johnson paused long. It read, Wanted, by an intelligent and refined lady of pleasing appearance, correspondence with a gentleman of means, object matrimony. Just then Singh returned with the broom and began noisily to sweep together the debris. The rustling of papers aroused Senior Johnson from his reverie. At once he exploded. Get out of here, you debased Mongolian, he shouted. Can't you see I'm reading? Singh fled, sorely puzzled for the senior was calm and unexcited and aloof in his everyday habit. Soon Jed Parker, tall, wiry, hawk-nosed, deliberate, came into the room and flung his broad hat and spurs into the corner. Then he proceeded to light his pipe and threw the burned match on the floor. "'Been over to look at the Grand Pass range,' he announced cheerfully. "'She's no good. Drier than cork-legs. The country wouldn't support three horned toads.' "'Jed,' quoth the senior solemnly, I wished you'd hang up your hat like I have. It don't look good there on the floor. Why, well, sure, agreed Jed with an astonished stare. Singh brought in supper and sunk it on the red and white squares of oilcloth. Then he moved the lamp and retired. Senior Johnson gazed with a distaste into his cup. This coffee would float a wedge, he commented sourly. She's no puling infant, agreed the cheerful Jed. And this, went on the senior, picking up what purported to be plum duff, Bogged down a few currants and dough and collar pudding. He ate in silence, then pushed back his chair and went to the window, gazing through its grimy panes in the mountains, at the reel in their evening saffron. Blame chink, he growled. Why don't he wash these windows? Jed laid down his busy knife and idle fork to gaze on his chief with amazement. Buck Johnson, the asture, the aloof, the grimly taciturn, the dangerous, to be thus complaining like a querulous woman. Senor said he, "You're off your feed." Senor Johnson strode savagely to the table and sat down with a bang. "I'm sick of it," he growled. "This thing'll kill me off. I might as well go be a buck nun and be done with it." With one round arm sweep, he cleared aside the dishes. "Give me that pen and paper behind you," he requested. For an hour he wrote and destroyed. The floor became littered with torn papers. Then he enveloped a meager result. Parker had watched him in silence. The senior looked up to catch a speculative eye. His own eye twinkled a little, but the twinkle was determined and sinister, with only an alloy of humor. Senor, ventured Parker slowly, this event sure knocks me hell west and crooked. If the loco you have called hasn't paralyzed your speaking parts, would you mind telling me what in the name of heaven, hell, and high water is up? I'm going to get married, announced the senior calmly. What? shouted Parker. Who to? To a lady, replied the senor, an intelligent and refined lady, of pleasing appearance. This is the end of chapter 23.